everybody. Hey, um, that's Judith. We got Corey, who you heard mm-hmm. just now. And um, yeah, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, you guys haven't heard already, um, you know, Chadwick Bozeman, one of our generation's greatest actors, quite frankly, um, mm-hmm. passed away. Um, passed away at the age of 43. Um, after battling um, cancer for about four years. And mm-hmm. I know when I heard the news, I was completely shocked, completely saddened, just completely gutted uh, by the news. And I can only imagine what um, his closest friends, colleagues, family, loved ones um, are feeling at this time um, as they go through the grieving process. But we're going to take the time out and just dedicate this whole episode to him and his work. Um, because, I mean, period. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. So, um, yeah, for those of you who are new to Tinseltown Tea, first of all, thank you for joining us on this week. We usually do things a little bit different. Um, the mission of this um, podcast is to make sure that we highlight the resources for Black and Brown uh, screenwriters in the industry or on the outside looking in or looking to push their way in. Uh, We usually start off with an icebreaker and we go into a section called Know Better, Do Better, which we're gonna kind of do today, but it's gonna be in a different way. And um, we're also gonna still do our new segment, but um, again, it's gonna be all dedicated to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, And then um, our main segment, of course, we usually have a topic that we talk about, we usually, sometimes have a guest, we usually read a script, and we usually do movie reviews. Um, again, today, all Chad, Chadwick Boseman we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about. Um, and even, you know, because of his, the amount of work that he left behind, there's so much to talk about, even in the short span of, like, his time here. Like, he was, it was crazy amazing. So, We'll get into that. And then at the end, um, this time we won't be doing it, but we do a segment called Niggas You Should Know. Um, and we highlight black and brown um, people in the industry, whether screenwriters, directors, DPs, you know, artists that we think you should know. And again, um, we are dedicating this to Chadwick Bozeman. So truly the only nigga you should know right now. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, forgive me, I'm just making notes as we go along. So, if you hear me get a little lost, it's because I'm keeping track for everything for our sound editor. So, yeah, so uh, the Thank first you. thing, <laughs> of course. Um, so, before we get into um, the inspiring um, quotes or whatever, I'm just going to read an article from uh, Shadow and Act just to catch everybody up. Again, um, Chadwick Boseman had passed away. Um, We heard of the news on Friday um, and his family confirmed on social media through his channels. um, And it was again, a four year long battle with colon cancer. Um, And the amazing thing, of course, this is why it was so shocking, I think to every one of us is that it just was not public. Uh, He Mm -hmm. made sure that it was a private thing, which I can completely understand such a battle that's so uh, personal. Um, they kept it super, super, um, he kept it super, super private. The family kept it super, super private. Um, and here's a part of uh, the statement that they uh, left. I, I know I, I found this on the Instagram page, I believe it was Friday, uh, when it was released. 
and it reads a true fighter chadwick boseman preserved through it oh excuse me persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much from marshall to the five bloods august wilson's uh, ma rainey's black bottom and several more all were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy it was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. Um, he garnered mainstream, I guess, you know, attention. Of course, he did um, Jackie Robinson. He portrayed um, the iconic baseball player Jackie Robinson in uh, 42. Um, and of course, we all know him as uh, King T'Challa in Black Panther. Um, so yeah, it's unfortunately sad, um, super, super sad, but we're gonna go through some of the, um, you know, the tributes that people have been um, posting of him and celebrating his life and legacy and like all of the things that, that he's done during this short time. Um, we're gonna start it off. Um, there's an article from Rolling Out Magazine um, and they put together some top 10 inspiring quotes from Chadwick Boseman. So I'm gonna read the first five and, um, Corey's going to read uh, the, the, the other five. And, you know, I'm going to include this in the description. So if you guys want to see it, I know there's a whole bunch of uh, others, uh, quotes that have been sort of circulating top 10 stuff. Uh, the internet is good for some top 10, but this seems um, right yeah. uh, for, this, for this time. So I'm just going to get into it. Uh, first inspiring quote from Chadwick Boseman uh, that they say here that could change your life. Amen. You have to cherish things in a different way when you know the clock is ticking. You are under pressure. It's the first quote. And, uh, you know, he knew that very well after what was revealed when we were, we understood what he was going through and how he, he, he was battling cancer while he was doing all this movie. So, whew, he was putting in work. Um, the second quote, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Woo. Lord. Oh, God. Wow. Woo. Next quote. Savor the taste of your triumphs today. Don't just swallow them all whole, whole without digesting what is actually happening here. Look down over what you've conquered and appreciate what God has brought you through. Mm. Mm. Amen. When you are deciding on the next steps, next jobs, next careers, further education, you should rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. Was the fourth mm. quote. And the fifth quote here, uh, the only difference between a hero and the villain is that the villain chooses to use the power in a way that is selfish and hurts other people. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. mm -hmm. So I'll get to the next couple quotes. Mm -hmm. Next one is, sometimes you need to get knocked down before you can really figure out what your fight is and how you need to fight it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Next one is your very existence is wrapped up in the things you need to fulfill. Mm, whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Yes, Lola. Amen. Yes, ma'am. I mean, yes, sir, child. <laughs> I'm pleased to say yes, ma'am. Sorry, y'all. 
Next one, it is the reason you are on this planet at this part. Or so, okay, so I'm guessing it's, they quoted it wrong. There's a reason you're on the planet at this particular time in history. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one is you're not free unless you can show the good and the bad, all sides of them. So to me, when I play a character, it's important that I can show every aspect of them. And you did, sir. Truly. I don't know, and this is the last one, I don't know what your future is, but if you are willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that's ultimately proven to have more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. This is your time. Amen. Mm, amen. So hopefully those quotes inspire you um, even more than his, uh, his legacy has inspired you because he was just inspiration. This should have been his middle name. Okay. Truly. He was so inspirational, and oh, we were just, we were blessed to yeah. even have, have even known him. 110%. 110%. I know. This is, ugh. It's just so no, important. So very sad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so now we're going to get into some quotes, um, not quotes, but just sentiments from colleagues and Friends who have known him just so we can um you know honor honor him in the ways that they honor him they said some really beautiful things about him and we just want to be able to shout out um these relationships that he cultivated with these people and um tell these stories that they told so um i guess i can start with winston yes so mr winston c duke as you guys know Mbaku. Hey. Um, <laughs> so he, yeah, he played Umbaku in Black Panther, our, one of our fave characters ever. Ooh. And obviously, they formed a friendship while being on the set and um, filming this movie. And yeah, so he um, posted a beautiful, some nice pictures of them together and a beautiful tribute to his friend Chadwick. So I'm going to read ooh, his tribute. Okay. So how do I start to honor a man who I saw as a giant in many ways with whom I thought I had so much more time? I'm absolutely devastated by the loss of my friend and hero, Chadwick Boseman. I feel sick. I'm in pain and I can't believe he's gone. Chadwick was a lightning rod for me. He gave me direction. When I saw 42, I said, I could be this guy. I knew I belonged because I could see myself in you. That's what heroes do. They seem familiar because they make it possible for us to see our potential best selves demonstrated through them. Ooh, mm. yes, mm. yes. Mm. Through seeing Chad, Chad's work, I was able to say, I could be just like you one day. And when I saw you in person for the first time at my audition for Black Panther, you acknowledged me in my dream by saying, he's ready. Man, your words that day made me feel like my dream was finally real. Chadwick then proceeded to show us collectively every day on set what it was to be a leading man, not only through his work, but by how he welcomed and created a space for all of us to feel safe, open, and bold. You even worked with me one-on-one -on, -one on our scene so that we could get it right well before the day of filming. Chadwick, 
Thank you. Chadwick, you are the best. You are me and I'm you and we are all one. Mm, yes. Mm. Thanks for being someone I could look up to on and off screen. Your calm confidence was inspiring and exemplary. Thanks for sharing it with me. You go ahead, you did your job and did it well. You will never be forgotten. Your heroism is now legend. Mm. We'll carry the load and honor your legacy the rest of the way. Bless Kings. Ooh. Ooh. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, Winston. You ain't tell me you was a poet. Ooh. Lord Jesus. Honestly. Wow. Ooh. All right. Well, the next tribute, um, again, another cast member from um, Black Panther, and this is Denai Guerrera. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. How do you honor a king? Reeling from the loss of my colleague, my friend, my brother, struggling for words, nothing feels adequate. I always marveled at how special Chadwick was. Such a pure-hearted, profoundly generous, regal, fun guy. My entire job as Okoye was, the res was to respect and to protect a king, honor his leadership. Chadwick made the job profoundly easy. He was the epitome of kindness, elegance, diligence, and grace. On many occasions, I would think how thankful I was that he was the leading man I was working closely with, a true class act, and so perfectly equipped to take on the responsibility of leading the franchise that changed everything for Black representation. I mean, say that. <laughs> say that, sis. I mean, come on. He made everyone feel loved, heard, and seen. He played great iconic roles because he possessed inside of himself that connection to greatness to be able to so richly bring them to life. He had a heroic spirit and marched to the beat of his own drum. Hence, his excellence as an artist and the incredible courage and determination as he faced life's challenges while still guiding us all. He was zen and sweet and funny with the very best laugh attentive and truly, truly good. I can't even wrap my mind around this loss, a loss resonating in my own heart as well as around the globe. The children he inspired, my heart aches for them to lose their hero just as they finally found him. I'm so thankful to have taken the Black Panther journey with him, to have known him, spent time in his light and leadership and to call him forever a friend. Lala and Goslo Kukani. So that was cool. That yeah. line. Oh, that last line. So perfectly yeah, she... equipped to take the responsibility of leading the franchise that changed everything for Black representation. That line, mm -hmm. I was like, child. Drop your mic, child. <laughs> I mean, that is just a fact. That is just a fact. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, Denai. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so whew, another gut wrenching one. Child. So Michael B. Jordan um, posted his tribute actually a couple hours ago, mm -hmm. and um, we'll be reading his. Who I've read it like twenty times. So whew. okay, just gonna get into it. 
I've been trying to find the words, but nothing comes close to how I feel. I've been reflecting on every moment, every conversation, every laugh, every disagreement, every hug, everything. I wish we had more time. One of the last times we spoke, you said we were forever linked. And now the truth of that means more to me than ever. Since nearly the beginning of my career, starting with all my children, when I was 16 years old, you paved the way for me. You showed me how to be better, honor purpose, and create legacy. Whether you've known it or not, I've been watching, learning, and constantly motivated by your greatness. I wish we had more time. Everything you've given the world, the legends and heroes that you've shown us we are, will live on forever. But the thing that hurts the most is that I now understand how much of a legend and hero you are. Through it all, you never lost sight of what you loved most. You cared about your family, your friends, your craft, your spirit. You cared about the kids, the community, our culture, and humanity. You cared about me. You are my big brother, but I never fully got a chance to tell you or to truly give you your flowers while you were here. Mm, I wish we had more time. Mm. I'm more aware now than ever that time is short with people we love and admire. I'm going to miss your honesty, your generosity, your sense of humor, and incredible gifts. I'll miss the gift of sharing space with you in scenes. I'm dedicating the rest of my days to live the way you did with grace, courage, and no regrets. Is this your king? Yes, he is. Rest in power, brother. Mm. I know that's right, child. I know that is. And I'm and you know what? Not surprised that we just, you know, when we first got the news on Friday that, you know, a lot of his closest castmates didn't post anything because, you know, they had to gather up what they had to say. <laughs> you know, losing someone they're so close to. So it I know it takes a lot. It takes a lot. So I'm going to read the tribute that um, Ryan Coogler, if you don't know who that is, he is the director of uh, Black Panther, but um, you know, he's directed, you know, uh, what was the one with Michael B. Jordan? I don't know why it's slipping my damn tongue, my Lord. He's, child, he's directed all the things, okay? Oh, Fruitvale Station. He's directed that, and he did the, that Rocky sequel as well, the boxing one. I forget the name of that, but I'll get that um, at the end of that. Um, say it again. Creed. Creed, yes, ma'am. Thank you. That's why you have co-hosts. So, <laughs> period. Um, and quite frankly, Ryan Coogler has been just hitting successes out the park. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, truly. <laughs> just like from your first film, sir, just as... Just a, just a success? Okay, hallelujah. Show me the way, sir. But unfortunately, he, had to put, he put out this statement um, because his friend passed away, his colleague. And uh, here's what he wrote. I'm reading this uh, from The Hollywood Reporter. I inherited Marvel and the Russo brothers' casting choice of T'Challa. It is something that I will forever be grateful for. The first time I saw Chad's performance as T'Challa, it was in an unfurnished cut of Captain America Civil War. I was deciding whether or not directing Black Panther was the right choice for me. I'll never forget sitting in an editorial suite on the Disney lot and watching his scenes. His first with Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, then with the South African cinema titan, John Connie as T'Challa's father, King T'Chaka. It was at that moment I knew I wanted to make this movie. After Scarlett's character leaves them, Chad and John began conversing in a language I had 
never heard before. It sounded familiar, full of some clicks and smacks that young black children have make in the, U in the States. The same clicks that we would often be chided for being disrespectful or improper. But it had a masculine, it had a masculinity to it that felt ancient, powerful, and African. In my meeting after watching the film, I asked Nate Moore, one of the producers of the film, about the language. Did you guys make it up? Nate replied, that's Kosa. I'm trying to click it, Lord, forgive me. Uh, Kosa, John Connie's native language. He and Chad decided to do the scene like that on set, and we rolled with it. I thought to myself, he just learned the lines in another language that day? I couldn't conceive how difficult that must have been, and even though I hadn't met Chad, I was already in awe of, of his capacity as an actor. I learned later that there was much conversation over how T'Challa would sound in the film. The decision to have Hausa be the official language of Wakanda was solidified by Chad, a native of South Carolina, because he was able to learn the lines in Hausa there on the spot. He also adv advocated for his character to speak with an African accent so that he could present T'Challa to audiences as an African king whose dialect had not been conquered by the West. I finally met Chad in person in early 2016 once I signed onto the film. He snuck past journalists that were congregated for a press junket I was doing for Creed and met, me, met with me in the green room. We talked about our lives, my time playing football in college and his time at Howard studying to be a director about our collective vision of T'Challa and Wakanda. We spoke about the irony of how his former Howard classmate, uh, Tanahasi Coates, was writing T'Challa's current arc with Marvel Comics and how Chad, new Howard student, Prince Jones, whose murder by the police officer inspired Coates' memoir, Between the World and Me. I noticed then that Chad was an anomaly. He was calm, assured, constantly studying, but also kind, comforting, had the warmest laugh in the world, and eyes that seemed much beyond his years, but could still sparkle like a child seeing something for the first time. Mm. That was the first of many conversations. He was a special person. He would often speak about heritage and what it means to be African. When preparing for the film, he would ponder every decision, every choice, not just for how it would reflect on himself, but how those choices could reverberate. They're, they're not ready for this. What are we doing? This is Star Wars. This is Lord of the Rings. But for us and bigger, he would say, this to me while we were struggling to finish a dramatic scene, stretching into the double overtime, or while he was covered in body paint doing his own stunts, or crashing into frigid water and foaming land pads, I would nod and smile, but I didn't believe him. I had no idea if the film would work. I wasn't sure I knew what, was, what I was doing, but I looked back and realized that Chad knew something we all didn't. Mm. He was playing mm -hmm. the long game, all while putting yeah, in that the work. Yeah, that boy right, Joe. And work he did. That was beautiful. He would come to auditions for supporting so roles, which is not mm, common for the actors part. in big mm. budget movies. Lord Jesus. He was there for several Mbaku okay. auditions. And Winston Dukes, that, he, that turned, he turned a chemistry read yeah. into a wrestling match. 
Winston broke and his bracelet. All right, so I'm going to get into Shuri. some other tributes pierced, from other figures. I'm she pierced his royal pose with her signature honest. humor <laughs> so. and would bring about a smile to T'Challa's face. <laughs> With Come that was one hundred percent. Um, I While think filming the movie, the last we would meet at the office with her, or at so my rental home in Atlanta to discuss lines uh, and different out, ways to add depth to my friend and fellow bison. We talk costumes, military practices. He um, said to me, "Wakandians have to dance during the humble. coronations. If they just stand there he with the spears, what separates them from my Romans?" Sincere condolences mm. to this in game. early drafts of the script, and, uh, Eric actually, Killmonger's character would ask T'Challa to be buried her as, in Wakanda. Um, RVP Chad challenged that and asked, so, "What if Killmonger wow. asked to be buried somewhere is, else?" Mm. Chad deeply Ernie. valued his Sorry, privacy and wasn't privy to the details of his illness. After his family yeah. released their statement, I realized that he was living okay, so with the illness the entire time. Like, I y'all know I don't really like him like Because that. he was a so caretaker, neat. a leader, and a man Barack of faith, Obama, dignity, and pride. Chad. He shielded his collaborators from his suffering. Chadwick came to the he White the beautiful House to work life, with kids and when he was playing Jackie hard. Robinson. You could tell day right away day, that he was year blessed. Year. Uh, that was who he was. Young, gifted, and black. He to use that power to get them heroes to look up to, to do it all while I will tell stories about being there years. for some of the That's brilliant like, sparks till the end of my days. Ooh, now, what an incredible mark he's left that for us. I haven't grieved a loss Angela's this was, acute before. A- Angela Bassett. I spent so the last year preparing, imagining, and writing words for was to say that we weren't destined to to be for Chad it leaves me broken to be knowing that I wouldn't be able to, be to watch family. another close up. But what many don't know is our story began long before the story turn as Black Panther. It hurts Panther. more to During know that the we premiere can't have Black another Panther, conversation or Chad FaceTime or text message. He whispered that when I received my honorary degree from Howard University and eating his alma mater, my family he was a student assigned to escort me that day. He would check in on wow. me and my loved ones, even and as here we, we are years this, later as friends and colleagues enjoying the most glorious night In African night cultures, ever. we often we refer to loved ones prepping, that have working, on sitting next to each other every morning in makeup chairs. Sometimes you are genetically related together as mother and son. I had the privilege of directing I'm honored of that Chad's we enjoy that full circle T'Challa communicating with this the young man's dedication was awe-inspiring. We were in Atlanta in an abandoned warehouse with blue screens and massive movie lights that Chad's performance made it feel real. I think it was because from the time that I met him, the ancestors spoke through him. It's no secret to me now how he was able to skillfully portray some of the most notable ones. I have no doubt that he would live on and continue to bless us more. Mm -hmm. But it is with a heavy heart and a sense of deep deep gratitude Um, to have ever been in his presence. That I have to reckon with the fact that Chad is an ancestor now. And I know that he will watch over us until we meet again. Um, Yes, who says I don't have words. Yeah, Rest that, in peace, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because you know we late right here. Thank you for all you did while you were here. Thank you for being a friend. You are loved. You will be missed. So Lena Waits, I'll do hers next. Got it. Lost of you. We yeah, needed you now more than ever. I loved you, man. Yeah, we all did. You will be truly, missed. Truly Our beautiful. little black boys lost a superhero today. Black mm-hmm. Panther has wings now. It's as if we all gained an angel. This man sure made our heroes. This man sure made sure our heroes I mean, live sis, on I support it. <laughs> heroes like Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, and James Brown. You loved us. May your life remind us to always love on each other. Amen, child. Yeah. Amen. Who else do I want to do? 
I'm just scrolling through child because like I said, I wanted to do our mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to do Martin Luther King III because hello. Chadwick Boseman brought history to life on the silver screen from Jackie Robinson, James Good, James Brown, and Thurgood Marshall. As Black Panther, he was also a superhero to many, and despite his four-year-long battle with cancer, he kept fighting and he kept inspiring. He will be missed. <laughs> Even he's distraught. He's distraught that the king Mom, My Lord. Mom, Davis. Chadwick, no words to express my devastation of losing you, your That's talent, your spirit, your heart, your authenticity. <laughs> it was an honor working beside okay. you, getting to know you. Rest well, Prince. My May flights of angels sing thee to thy heavenly rest. I love you. Oh. So there's a lot more um, tribute to Los Angeles Lakers. They, um, I think they took a knee for him and did the Wakanda salute during um, one of their games. And um, Oh, Lewis Hamilton, Lord. who was a, um, what's that shit called? Race car driver, whatever. He, um, mm. he set a new track record on Saturday, and he celebrated with the Wakanda Forever salute on top of his car. So, as you can see, his death has affected many people from many different walks of life, many different industries, and that is just the the depth of his legacy and what he has done for us and what he has left us with so whew, enough of the tributes we'll move on to um okay. just kind of giving you guys a little background of his life um just because he deserves and we want to celebrate his life and not just make it all sad and tributes and stuff like that so we just want to celebrate his life and then we'll get into what he meant to us and um but we what we'll take away from um having witnessed his greatness so let me get ernie out my face let me get ernie out my face then we can start oh but chadwick was born and raised <laughs> in Anderson, south carolina oh so he was God. a southern boy um that's true, truly. Yeah, so his ancestors yeah, were Creole people amazing. from Sierra Leone, Yoruba people from Nigeria, mm -hmm. and Limba people from Sierra Leone. So, so he has African roots. Um, he wrote his first play his junior year of high school and staged it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at yeah, the school right, after right. a classmate was shot and killed. He then attended college at Howard University, graduating in 2000 with a Bachelor of Fine Arts and Directing. I didn't even know his degree was in directing. One of his teachers was Felicia Rashad. Hello. What the hell? Who became his mentor. Okay, imagine being mentored by the Felicia Rashad. I'm dead. Um, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. So from this point, you knew he was just a greatness. I mean, come on. So she became his mentor and she helped raise funds for him, notably from her friend and prominent actor, Amen. Mr. Denzel Washington, so that both men and um and some classmates mm -hmm. could attend the Oxford Midsummer mm -hmm. Program so many people, of the British you know, American so Drama Academy in London, to which they have been accepted. Mm -hmm. So shout out to her and Denzel for allowing that to happen to him. Um, for him. I'm sure that was very pivotal in his life to attend that. 
So he wanted to write and direct to initially begin studying acting to learn how to relate to actors. Wow. So he didn't want to be an actor at first. Um, but after he returned to the U.S., he graduated from New York City's Digital Film Academy. And um, he's worked as a drama instructor. He housed at the Scromberg Center for Research in Black Culture. And... Um, Got his first TV role in 2003 in an episode of Third Watch. I don't know what that is. I guess that's a show. Um, and that same year, he portrayed Reggie Montgomery in All My Children, which is what yeah. Michael B. Jordan talked about. They both yeah. um, kind of started their careers there. I think Michael mm -hmm. took his place after mm -hmm. Chadwick left. Um, and Chadwick didn't really talk about yep. his time on All My Children that much. Probably because he was like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm above that. And I think... Um, I think he yes. left because he didn't like the stereotypical type of shit they were trying to put on his character. So, shout out to you. So, he started, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he was fired after he voiced his concerns about the racist stereotypes in the script. Yep. And then that's when Michael B. Jordan got the role after him. So, um, mm -hmm. he continued to write plays and perform his plays. He was nominated mm -hmm. for a 2006 Joseph Jefferson Award for new work. Um, mm -hmm. He's been on Lincoln Heights, which I used to really like that show. And he appeared in his first, first feature film, um, The Express, The Ernie yep. Story, and landed a regular role in another TV series called mm -hmm. Persons Unknown. So he had his first starring role in mm -hmm. 2013 when he portrayed Jackie Robinson in 42. And then he began directing an off-Broadway play yeah, in sure. East Village. Um, when he actually auditioned <laughs> for that role. And he was actually going to consider giving up acting. <laughs> and pursuing directing full-time around that time before he got the role of Jackie Robinson. Wow. wow. That's right. So look how God works, child. Just when you just when you really about to like give up. Hey. Like, hey, always always crying about something. Here you go. <laughs> hey, hey, my people. But um shout out to, to God and for the universe for um you know putting this in his path so that he could go on to be one of the all time greats. So um another fun her tidbit is that about 25 other actors have been seriously considered for the role but the director said that he liked Bozeman's bravery and casted him after he auditioned twice so that I means yes. for 42 that's so that's amazing wow I'd have been calling her Mrs. Huxable the whole time <laughs> like Mrs. Huxable I mean Professor Richard, please, you raised me on TV. My God. <laughs> All right. And then in 2014, he starred as James Brown in Get On Up, doing some singing and dancing, nice. which we love to see. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then he started some other roles um, in between those times. 2016, he starred as Thoth, a deity from Egyptian mythology and the gods of Egypt. And actually, 2016 was the year that he got diagnosed. Mm. So that was when he started portraying uh, Black Panther, mm -hmm. King T'Challa. Mm -hmm. um, he, he portrayed him first in the Captain America Civil War. And that was his first film in a five-picture deal with Marvel. Um, and then from there, pretty sure, yeah, he, I saw that when he, that, he portrayed him in that movie and then they went on to create the pivotal 
Black Panther, mm-hmm. which was released in 2018. It was the highest, one of the highest grossing films of the year in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And he reprised that role in both the Avengers movies or whatever, Infinity War and Endgame, which were both released in 2018 and 2019, respectively. Um, he also starred in 29, 21 Bridges last year. Mm-hmm. Um, as an NYPD detective who shuts down the 21 Bridges in Manhattan, mm-hmm. which is actually, it was a good movie. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I believe this might, well, this is one of his last roles. He starred in Defy Bloods. Yep, we reviewed that movie. Yep, we reviewed that movie, which was released on Netflix, directed by Spike Lee. Um, amazing. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Amazing. One of my favorite performances from him, he started Stormy Norman. And I believe he has another movie that's going to be released later on Netflix. I think it's August Wilson play. I can't find the name right now, but um, I'm sure you'll be hearing about it when it's released. So, yeah, he's had a pretty interesting, tough, but, you know, good career. Mm-hmm. Wish it would have wish we'd have gotten to see more of him but what we have seen was definitely enough for him to go down as a legend yeah um yeah so that was just a quick overview of his life Mm -hmm. it's definitely not everything i didn't put all this filmography in there but just um some of the highlights so yeah so i guess i can get into talking about what chadwick boseman meant to me so I loved a lot of things about him. Definitely loved how I feel like he was a true role model. Mm -hmm. And he accepted that responsibility gracefully and with poise. I think a lot of Black actors, actresses, or even Black just public figures, it could be anybody that's a public figure, um, when they out there doing foolishness, they like to throw the scapegoat. Well, I ain't ain't signed up to be no role model or I don't want to be no role model. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is you are. You're in the public eye. You have public image. You have a lot of young folks that look up to you. And a lot of um, a lot of Black actors, or not even just actors, but Black public figures, sometimes don't want to take that responsibility, even though it's something that you did sign up for when you decided you weren't to be famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he took that with, with such grace and poise mm-hmm. and I loved how he knew just how impactful he was and his roles in movies and he um he always made sure that he just left us with something that we needed mm-hmm. you know he knew that he um he knew that representation matters and he knew that he was an embodiment of black representation and he always just such a class act. He just seemed so classy and so, so humble. That's what I loved about him was how humble he seemed. Like everybody loved this man, as you can see, but it seemed like he never let that get to his head. He was very confident, but in a very quiet way, which is very beautiful to see. Um, and yeah, he knew that he was a role model and he um, took that responsibility on with pride and made sure that he represented a black man in the way that they should be represented. And um, yeah, a lot of these these black babies, they need to see stuff like that because sometimes they don't see things like that. They're looking at, you know, some one of these little crazy rappers that be doing foolishness. Let me think of somebody, Blueface, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, you don't even know who that is. One of these rappers. 
these new rappers out here who be just committing foolishness and a lot of little kids look up to him which is sad and they think that is what a black man is supposed to be but that is not what a black man is supposed to be Chadwick Boseman is what a black man is supposed to be somebody who is humble poised graceful intelligent educated um wise beyond his years so those are just some of the things I loved about him and I love that he's very intentional yeah. with the roles that he chose so like I said before, he knew that he was a role model and he knew that he wanted to represent black men and black people in a certain way, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And that trickled down to how, what roles he chose in his career. Mm -hmm. So you would never see him taking no stereotypical shit or no, you know, nothing with tomfoolery or, or anything like that. He portrayed black heroes, black icons. And if he wasn't portraying a black hero, a black icon, he was, um, he was portraying a strong black brother who was rooted in God and rooted in himself. So yeah, he was a very, just whew, a gem, a one of a kind, um, just a one of a kind artist and man, and we will definitely miss him. I know all of his roles that I've seen him in have left something with me and he truly has left a legacy in his short amount of time on this earth. Mm -hmm. And we are really going to miss him. Yeah. Y'all know me and Judith love him. We gush about him all the time on the show. So, um, it's just a very, very sad thing. Something very unexpected, never expected to have to do this now um but yeah 2020 just is not playing games with us so whew. but yeah love me some chadwick love what he represents and love that you know we got to see a beautiful embodiment of a black man a modern black man yeah. and um, that he was so adamant about portraying that for the kids right so now out to you chadwick yeah we love yeah, a hundred and ten percent. Just to piggyback off what you're saying, like number one, the intention—you can tell, like even if you weren't following his career closely, the intentionality that he put into choosing each and every one of his roles. You know what I mean? He's intentional about what he wanted to portray, and you know, understanding that he is a black man and what he's portraying will be received in a way that will be impactful for um black representation and black people and the culture and you know to even hear in ryan coogler's statement that he even at the time knew like this was gonna this is major like this this has never been done before this is major this is huge even with him ryan coogler who's just like i don't know if this is gonna work i pray to god it will let's see and i really appreciate the attitude because i feel like that's more me i'm like well if you say so all right let's try it might flop here we go like you know he kind of does it anyway but chadwick went in knowing like nah this is this is going to mean something in the culture and you know, the records that it broke, the images that it brought to us. The first time, I mean, the first time I was truly introduced to Chadwick Boseman was through Black Panther. And I am not a person that is, I don't know the Marvel girls, right? All I knew was Black Panther, truly. I didn't know, you know, maybe I might go once in a while, but I don't know their back history. I don't know, man, <laughs> I'm like, sure. Ant-Man, all right. Captain America, sure, why not? 
it was Black Panther that brought me there, period, point blank. I didn't even, the only reason I even looked at the history of Black Panther was because this movie was coming out. And that's just on um, period. And I think a lot of us are like that. Not a lot of people are like comic book lovers about it. A lot of people are, but he brought this character in the way he played T'Challa was amazing because he really showed like a leader who really had a heart for the people. And he really showed a leader that had to grapple with the mistakes of what his father did and how he was going to even fight and see the injustice that was done to Killmonger, even though Killmonger was definitely trying to dead him. <laughs> Killmonger was trying to dead him. And all that to say, like the complexities of that character, it takes a special actor to be able to fulfill that. And even to understand that he was doing that while battling cancer and chemotherapy. You know, a lot of us know family members, have gone through it ourselves. Shout out to the cancer survivors. Shout out to people who are, you know, in chemo right now, radiation right now. Like that takes a toll on your body. And if you have not seen it firsthand, it's no fucking joke. And that's just real. It's just real. Um, and for him to persevere through and to do all that physical taxing stunts and even to think intentional about the character about even Killmonger's character you know I'm not surprised um well I'm, I am a little bit surprised but I'm not surprised when Corey was reading about his background that he was he wanted to be a director which it really goes in line with how he moved on the Black Panther set you know, they said most Marvel, most leading men, they don't come for the um, the um, other auditions for other roles, right? But he, in his leadership role, in that sort of directorial, like, gifting that he had, even as an actor, was like, oh, I need to be here for that. Oh, I need to, you know what I mean? And be able to, to show that chemistry. If I'm the leading person, then we need to find the person that has the good chemistry. Like, that's intentional. Like, that is truly living in purpose and going above and beyond and really... I would say truly looking at the bigger picture of things, right? Advocating to have that accent, letting them like looking at like, no, these when when this coronation happens, we need to be dancing. That's mm -hmm. that's how we, we stand apart from the role. Like, and honestly, it's very African. <laughs> if we if we really want to look at the culture, it's like we it's very African, it's very African American, it's very it encompasses the diaspora very well. <laughs> I don't care what country you at. Black folks be dancing, sing. It's just a fact. It's just truly. Um, so even understanding his intentionality and the little details that went such a long way, every detail, and Ryan Coogler should get much credit for this, but every detail in Black Panther, I want to see that three times in a movie theater. Y'all know these damn tickets cost a $15 billion a ticket anyway. $15 trillion just to go to one movie. I, let me tell you, it was money well spent. Cause even though I saw it so many times, there were things that I missed and little intricate details, especially in the parts that Chadwick Boseman was acting in. He was truly, a, he's, he's a scholar of his work. He's a student of his work. He's very intentional and he had the fortitude. And my only hope is that I have yeah. the same fortitude, grit, um, passion, and stick to itness that he had under the circumstances to even 
do half if I have half of what he has, then I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm gonna gonna fulfill the goals that I have set for myself. I'm more of a Ryan Coogler and I was like, oh we'll see. But to have that <laughs> to have that sort of like mm-hmm. resilience, it, and and I hate the word resilience because it always seems like black people gotta be resilient for some reason. Yeah. I kinda I kinda wish we we didn't have to be resilient. I wish you know, there wasn't suffering and I definitely wish there wasn't cancer. So fuck cancer forever. But, you know, mm-hmm. just to see what he accomplished, like during this time and what he was battling through and to go through it with grace was, it's, it's phenomenal. And he's, he knew on set that Black Panther would be canon when it comes to movies and he wasn't wrong. <laughs> and if it comes to black cinema, that superhero movie is canon. It is stuck in history. When we go study this, this will be studied. It'll be studied. And it'll be studied well because it was it was portrayed, this king was portrayed beautifully and well by him. So kudos to him. Uh, my last point. Um, and I'll share this also with this. It, it really does point to how he was battling colon cancer. And um, I know a lot of us have uh, who are really been unfortunately touched uh, negatively by cancer, Me, myself included. My mom passed away about six years ago from breast cancer. And um, when I heard that um, Chadwick Boseman had uh, succumbed to uh, colon cancer, it really hit me again because I myself... Um, had I have to go for regular colonoscopies because about, uh, let's say, yeah, around six, five years ago, I found that I had a, uh, a precancerous polyp in my colon. And I found that because there were symptoms of that. So there was blood in my stool when I went to the doctor to get checked out and I had to go through um, the colonoscopy so that they could go through my whole colon. And that's when they found it. And honestly, thank God they found it because they were able to remove it. And because they're able to remove it, I now have an understanding that I have a higher risk of colon cancer. That's just a fact. And I have to stay on top of that by checking in every three years. And the thing that we need to realize, I, I've, there's an article here, like it's on the rise in a lot of young people, unfortunately. They don't know why, but it is on the rise. And um, you can read through it. They talk about how, like, honestly, the um, recommended age to actually start getting colonoscopies is 50. And usually, you know, when I go, I'm usually the youngest person there. I'm in my mid-30s. And I really implore everyone to, you know, with the guidance of the doctor, check not only your whole body, but don't forget your colon. I know a lot of people want to um, shy away from it because it's a it's a ridiculous process to get a colonoscopy. The prep work before you have to drink this like bowel prep and you literally shit your brains out for the whole night. <laughs> That's truly the process. I wish I could say it's, it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous. I think I binge watched a movie while on the toilet looking while doing the bowel prep. So, I mean, okay. So TMI, I know, but don't shy away from it because the earlier we can detect any kind of cancer, particularly colon cancer, and the hardest thing is it's in soft tissue. So anytime a cancer is in soft tissue, it can really be damaging to the body. Any place in the body can be damaging. Um, So I just implore everyone, we'll leave the article in the description, but whatever you have to do to get yourself checked out, do whatever pre-screening that seems 
reasonable. Some people have, uh, you know, cancer in their family. I do. I have a, I have a family, um, uh, what's the word, family history of it. So I have to be more diligent in that. And so I know a lot of us, even when we have the family history, we can avoid it because it's painful. You don't want, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to fucking check for it. It's, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do, but we have to be mindful. Um, we have to, we have to do what we need to do. The, the early silly stuff that we don't want to do can really, really, really be uh, life-saving if we do it as early as possible. We don't have to go through the painstaking process of trying to fight it through chemo and radiation. And, and quite frankly, sometimes I wish, you know, I wish we can do more in terms of cancer research. Sometimes it's, it just happens and it's fucking crazy and it still sucks and it always sucks. But if we can do the best that we can to do whatever screenings, <laughs> that's right, Ernie, pre-screenings. Um, so yes, <laughs> like, you know, get, get, get the breast, breast examination, colon. If you're feeling, make sure you know your body. If it's not feeling right, go to the doctor, make sure you get checked out, know your body. Sometimes it's as simple as switching your diet. I'm not saying you have to go full vegan, but some of us need to come up off the five fried foods just, just a little bit. Just, you know, I'm not saying all of them, just maybe once or twice a week, <laughs> not for every week. <laughs> um, and that's not even about weight. It's just about making sure we're putting stuff in our body that's um, safe. And that's hard for me because I love to eat all types of food. I love the fried foods. I love the ramen. I love the pasta. I love it all. But sometimes I have to, I have to, because I know my family history, I have to eat more greens. A bitch be ordering, um, you know, from the um, sweet greens more often than, than I used to. Okay, so we, we really have to take care of our bodies. And it's just, you know, a reminder that, um, you know, just be in tune with your body. It is going up for some reason in colon cancer. I don't understand why. I wish cancer could go away so we wouldn't have to deal with it. Um, but all in that to say, like, really, really, really put your health first um, and continue to accomplish the things that we need. You know, I don't care what it was. Nothing stopped Chadwick Boseman from being great. And that's just period. <laughs> Nothing stopped him. <laughs> and he went for it and he went off. <laughs> so if anything that I can learn from this brother and his life is that, you know, stick to it when you align your purpose with your with what your goals are in life, then you will be great and you will accomplish success no matter what the end of the story looks like. Because what we're left with is something immensely beautiful. We have so much of his work that we can see and continue to celebrate his life. I saw all these images of little little uh, boys with their with their their uh, action figures, and they had you know the action figure of T'Challa in the middle. Like the images that we give people are fucking important. They are <laughs> the way we portray people in the media is fucking important. And so the more that we continue to align ourselves with that purpose, especially as screenwriters, directors, DPs, you know, costume designers, whatever it may be you know, the better that we can impact the culture, whether we were willing to or not. You know, Chadwick was like, I wasn't trying to be an actor, he was trying to be a director. And he was still directing as an actor. So, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're still in line with your purpose, you'll, you know, you'll definitely create something um, amazing, even if you weren't, you know, thinking of it in a certain way. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Poor Chadwick. Yes, yes, may he definitely rest in power. He was our London king. And yes. we truly, truly love sure. him. And we pray for his family during this time, his beautiful wife, who he married secretly last year. 
Shout out to them. Congrats. Um, hey. But we definitely pray for her as well. It's not easy. Ernie, yeah. I'm trying to be deep. It's not easy um, losing a loved one to cancer, especially a life partner, someone that you expected to grow old with. So definitely lay our our praying hands and get your praying grandmamas to send up some prayers for um, his beautiful wife. I believe her name is Taylor. Um, yeah, let's, let's lift her up. Let's lift his family up and all of his friends. Because as you can see, he seemed to make an impact on everyone's life. Um, just random people I would see posting text messages from him yeah. where he was just being so sweet. I'm like, well, dang. You seem like you're just going through his mm-hmm. Instagram. You see that he always he shouted people out for their accomplishments. He always posted about people's birthdays. Like, just little things like that just show what type of person yeah. that he was. Um, seemed like he never missed a person's birthday. And he always made a post about them, which was so sweet to me. Um, so, yeah, it's just it just goes to show just how much how caring of a person he was, how connected he was with people, and how um, he really loved cultivating his relationship um, with people. He knew that the only reason we're on this earth really is to connect with other people. And he made sure that he did that. And in the wake of that, he connected with all of us, which is why, you know, we are all feeling the same thing. And let's just um, be nice to each other, live just live like it is our last day because tomorrow yeah. is not promised, hunty. And that's just the sad part of it all. It's done. It's not promised. So do what you want to do while you can yeah. because life is hella short. Live your life. Don't worry about what others think. Be nice to folks, mm-hmm. you know, form relationships with people and just be a decent person. That's all I can say. Um, that's what he has taught me. Um, and I'll definitely continue to try and live on his legacy. And like Michael said, Michael Joyce said in his statement, I will live the rest of my days the way that he did. Just being a great person and, and uh, being a true representation of a Black woman and trying my best to um, show that to the world. So shout out to you, Chadwick, for what you have taught me and what you have taught others. And like I said, we love you and we will miss you, child. We will miss you. We will definitely miss you for sure. And just thank you for thank you for doing all this you did for us in your last years. Like you didn't have to do it. Like Judah said, I mean, my father passed away from cancer and I saw how how tough, just terrible and tough that is. I can't imagine making a movie like Black Panther and countless other projects during that time. Like it, that must have been absolutely just so tough that you literally never showed it to anybody what you had going on so thank you mm-hmm. just thank you for your gifts and for you know giving your last years to us yeah. we can never repay you yeah we, Child, we don't we definitely don't answers. deserve it <laughs> like we did not deserve that man deserve you but yeah, rest in power, sir. And with that, that's the um, end of our um, episode. We just, again, we dedicated it to Chadwick Bozeman. But yeah, hit us up on Instagram at Tinseltown T. You know, share with us how y'all are, um, you know, commemorating his life and, and legacy. And if you want to share anything else with us, new resources, deadlines for screenwriters, 
um, niggas, we should know that we should uplift um, a couple of times. Like, just hit us up and um, hit us up in the comments and, uh, yeah, share with us so that we can share with everybody. We're learning as we go to, you know, definitely not an expert in the game. I'm going to continue to learn. I'm going to try and be a, a continual mm -hmm. student like Brother uh, Chadwick Boseman was. Um, so I can be, reach my greatness, y'all. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's it for us. Anything you want to um, add, Corey? No, that is it. I think we never put, whatever that fucking quote is, put the nail there, put the nail on the head. I don't know shit, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know the quote. I'm talking about she. <laughs> we did that. So that's all I can say. We did that. We did that. So, yeah, y'all, we will see y'all next time. And, yeah, take care of yourselves. It's been, this year has been some shenanigans. It's some shit. <laughs> oh god but yeah i'm about ready to move to another planet child so. listen i'm coming with you because <laughs> this is some foolishness but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay strong y'all we're gonna keep doing mm -hmm. what we need to do and, and you know continue to live our purposes here so yeah love y'all and yeah we will see y'all next time yes bye, bye.